0: this podcast, we have uh, guests um, for another podcast on the go session with me. We have two guests uh, for tonight. He's recording this at night, by the way. Uh, We have uh, Samantha Yap and we have uh, Vice Mayor Justin Katuslau. Did I pronounce that right? (laughs) Or did I murder it? (laughs) Uh,
1: One of the few who were able to get it right the first (laughs) time.
0: Thank you. Thank you. What I was uh, like reading, or uh, what was shared uh, previously, the, in- the initiative is named uh, Kapwa para sa Kapwa Gadget Donation Drive. This is to support the learning hubs in Barangay Santa Ana, Taytay, and uh, Himaymayland City in Negros Occidental. That's yes. right. So, uh, yeah, can anybody, uh, either of you, share like how did this program start? Like, what? Sam, do you
1: want to give an overview first?
2: Okay. Sure. Um, so hi everyone. Good evening, or whatever time you guys are watching us. Um, so basically, we started this gadget donation drive um, to build community learning hubs for um, our batchmates. So basically, um, just to give everyone a background, um, we're called Ladiawan. So Ladiawan um, was formed last year. September, if I'm not mistaken. And so basically, we are all um, young leaders in government in different sectors. Um, there are LGUs, there are agencies. And so, yeah, that's how it started. It was a three-month program by um, FES and by, of course, VP Lenny with the uh, And so We had the Kamustahan session, is how it happened, actually. We had the Kamustahan session with all these, um, with the COVID situation. We wanted to check in with each other, like, how's everyone doing? We're all in different parts of the Philippines. And so, um, then VP Lani's office started her gadget donation drive. And then we were talking with each other, I think this is something we can do also. But a batch initiative, wherein the recipients would be our batchmates. And so, actually, you mentioned, kinina. a barangay Santa Ana and two barangays in Negros Occidental in Himayamaylan. Um, these were two recipients because we have two batchmates who are really based there. And so, we, um, we started this project and we called it Kapawa because Kapawa in Hiligaynon, am I correct? Um, yes. Justin, it means light. And so we thought this is a nice, um, this is a nice um, branding or nice word to call our project because we believe it would bring light, you know, to students who don't have the means, who have no gadgets or even internet connectivity. So,
1: yeah. Right. If I could add to that, um, what, what's beautiful about this coming together is that it was very organic. Um, of course, we're very thankful that we were chosen as the beneficiaries of this. Uh, two of our barangays, particularly Barangays Libacao and San Antonio, these are hinterland barangays, and um, their economies are uh, predominantly agricultural. So that means that the that the families in these areas are are on the poorer end of the um, of the income um, you know income levels, and they they've had difficulty adapting. To this, um, to the new normal of education. Um, in fact, um, you know, just if, if they have to spend uh, 10 pesos for for a pisonet um, connection um, on a regular basis, that's already a strain on their budgets. How much more uh, the need to procure gadgets for this purpose and to have a stable internet connection in their houses? Um, it's also very, you know, it's, it's biblical, if anything, that we call the tapwa para sa um, you know, it's in the Bible where you say, you know, um, you have to be the light that helps others see, and um, that that's how that's how we we approach this program. That um, no matter how difficult and how dark the situation seems and how bleak everything is, uh, as long as you have at least one person holding up a candle, then that that's going to light up a significant area.
2: That was really um, perfect. <laughs> um, I guess there are two parts, now of the of the initiative that we have, Iggy. And so um, for us, he, um, I'm from Quezon City, um, from Barangay White Plains in particular. I am the SK chair person here. Um, and so we thought that reaching out to um, people here in our Barangay would help us get um, gadgets that they didn't really need. Um, and so, everyone actually it started with an ncr initiative gadget drive wherein we would ask our friends um so basically i think our batch were around 26 or to 30 if i'm not mistaken around that number and so um we wanted to touch base with our friends who maybe had extra ipads extra desktops or laptops and if they were willing to donate it for us to build a community learning hub. And so uh, that's how it really started. A lot of people were saying, oh, yeah, I have an extra desktop. I have an extra, even just a keyboard or a mouse. Maybe this could help in building the community learning hub. And so, so,
1: us, so it was that's a big. Again- yeah that's the gadget side on the part of the localities what we had to do was mobilize people uh, volunteers primarily and and it, it's a beautiful beautiful um showing of support you no know? Uh, community from for the community from different sectors. So, for example, when I when I opened this idea to the councilors um, and um, and to the to the mayor, they were very supportive of it. In fact, they want to replicate this in other barangays. But specifically for this project, specifically for this project, well, uh, we had to get in touch with uh with the barangay leadership and to designate um, areas. And you know, it's a hitting two birds with one stone because these areas are roughly seven kilometers from the, from the National Highway. And uh, these areas are not connected to the internet at all. And so for the barangay leaders, they were saying, hey, if you want, to, if we're going to give you an area of our barangay halls to put up this community learning hub, if it's connected to the internet, that means our barangay gets connected to the internet as well. And so parang, it's, it's all one go. Beyond that, it was um, uh, we, we brought together um, our scholars who are um, who are studying education-related courses, and they volunteered to be the educators on the ground. Um, my office is sponsoring the uh, uh, monthly payments for the internet connection and we're very thankful. I might as well plug them here because they've been such great help. Um, Kabangkalan Cable TV, they're the city next door. The owner, uh, Joel Dabao, has been instrumental in linking these areas. They have, it hasn't been easy. Uh, in, in Libacao, for example, they've had to put up an 80-foot tower um, just, to, just, to link, um, just to link this barangay hall to the internet. Uh, but you know, uh, if, if, you're really, if, you're, if you're fighting for a good cause, um, the blessings just seem to keep on coming, and thankfully, we haven't had, we haven't had any difficulty bringing people together and uh, helping for this uh, cause.
0: Is it just limited to the barangays? But what about, let's say, the, the the municipality itself? Are they also turning the, let's say, the the your 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 office partly as a as a hub for?
1: Uh, oh well. Um, in, in our city, the, the vice mayor is in charge of the um, public library. In fact, this okay. was the project I pitched during, the, during our Anak Buhay sessions. Um, so what I said was, look, I mean, I want to treat these community learning hubs as satellites of the library. So it goes beyond just providing the internet. These become um, areas where uh, we could produce lifelong learning opportunities and um, and and create a sense of community as well. So you were asking about municipalities as a whole. Um, on our level, we're looking at hopefully establishing three or four more community learning hubs before the end of the year. Um, of course, it's going to be more challenging because a lot more. Uh, I don't think I don't think I can ask for more g- gadgets from Ladawa, <laughs> but but we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to source that elsewhere. But see, the beauty is this, um, you just need a proof of concept. And once a proof of concept has been established, it just flows. Um, it it shows, that, it shows that, you know, what VP Lenny said is, is true, uh, that, that Filipinos beyond being resilient are really just waiting for opportunities to help fellow Filipinos. And we're thankful actually that the opportunity to meet all these great people through the Angat Buhay program was made because uh, we, we felt lost prior to this. We felt we felt like the value systems that we held dear were, were no longer mainstream, that, that we were in the peripheries already. But it turns out there, there are so many like-minded individuals Parin, who still believe that, you know, Ninoy Aquino's uh, August 21 is coming up soon. I mean, yes, yeah. he, he did say the Filipino is worth dying for. But on the converse, he also proved that the Filipino is worth living for. And I think that's the kind of message we need in these uh, difficult times.
2: Yes, agree. And I think touching on um, how we were really brought together as a batch, I guess you would say that there's a lot of fellowships. And I think we are very lucky that our fellowship has really grown into a family, Um, especially in this really hard times now. we look to each other for strength and for inspiration and i think for the future what we would love is of course for every one of our batch mates to have a community learning hub that is really i think the goal um it's only been a month a month in where we were able to complete three Community Learning Hubs. And so we are looking to extend those Community Learning Hubs to Mindanao naman because we have one in Luzon and then we have two in Visayas. And so we wanted to fill this gap and to also bring this hopefully um, build Mindanao Hubs. And I think what's great here is like you, um, what um, Justin said is we just really need proof of concept. And I think a lot of people have been reaching out to us, um, asking about how, what is needed on our end, or what, what do we have to do to have this set up, because it, I think, is very feasible. And I think with the limited time, for one month, we were able to complete three community hubs. I think that's a great sign that so, so much work can be done, and a lot of people are really willing to help.
1: I'll just add to that a bit, no. Uh, two things. Number one, um, just a few days ago, uh, three counselors from Panay reached out to me and asked me how they could put up their own community learning hubs and requested that uh, I get them in touch with Angat Buhay and VP Lenny's office. Um, they're not going to be asking for anything. They just need technical assistance because They wanna be able to approach this the same way that the the inclusive and equitable way that the VP Lenny's office uh, approached this whole thing. Second, um, in these areas, in Libacao and in San Antonio, um, and the reason why I still can't get over it because it it really just showed community spirit. Um, We had owners of um, Pisonets uh, reaching out to us and saying, oh, so you're helping the students, okay. So my shop, like I can't operate 100% because of uh, social distancing. So I'm going to give you X number of PCs for lease. I'm not gonna charge you anything, but you can make the students uh, use these these PCs uh, while I still cannot operate uh, fully. So imagine, I mean, they are essentially giving up potential income just to help this project because they understand what it's for, they see that in the long run, it helps out the community. And I think most importantly, they recognize that this is a need that only um, uh, well-meaning individuals, and not even looking at the government anymore, that, that well-meaning private individuals will have to fill.
0: Oh, thank you for that uh, wonderful uh, set of le- lessons learned and uh, you know, best practices that uh not just youth in government, and but government and local government units can apply all over the Philippines. There's the gadget donation component, and then mm-hmm. there's the creation of the community learning hub component. It's an alternative place to where we augment the blended learning and distance learning of youth that do not have access or enough access to resources to continue their studies. So what, so this is like for ev- for everybody, whether you are from let's say elementary, high school, uh, college. Do you yes. have like a teachers volunteering as well, or yeah? Can you can uh, you give us a, a rundown, right? Uh, Sam, go first.
2: Okay, gotcha. Um, so basically, um, the community learning hub. I think why it's perfect that it's in the barangay. Um, it's specifically targeted for barangays. It's because um. Um, we are trying to fill the gap wherein where students don't have gadgets or interconnections at their own homes, it's easy for them to access um, the community learning hub. Um, we're thinking just walking distance or be- very near their homes. Um, in the community learning hub, the setup that is ideal would be to have also tutors there to help to guide them. So actually, the community learning hub not only... Um, solves the problem of connectivity and access to gadgets, but also to help students who don't really understand the lesson plan that they have to have somebody to talk to or somebody to help them figure out what their lesson plan is, how to, you know, um, maybe give them tips on how to have better time management and things like that. And I think just um, Justin can touch more on those volunteers because most he has a lot of volunteers who are excited for these Community Learning Hubs.
1: Right, um, so this, this uh, Kapawa para sa Kapwa is, uh, is aligned with VP Lenny Robredo's Bainihan Eskuela, as in E as in letter E, escuela, Recognizing of course the blended learning approach that the Department of Education has um, already um, uh, instituted as you know, policy moving forward. Um, so uh, we, we conducted, I think, two already. Earlier, the second one was conducted. These are learning sessions on the part of the volunteers. And so um, the focus really is on uh, grade school students, but this does not discount that high school, senior high school, and even college students will be able to use the facility as well. But the focus is really on um, on the younger students, why? because they are the most vulnerable as far as this new normal is concerned. Um, high school, senior high school students and college students are a bit more, how do I put it, um, industrious. And, and are, since they're older, they can move around more freely. But, not, but you know, the children, uh, those gra- you know, grades one to six are really, are really pretty much are gonna have the most difficult time adapting. And so they're the primary audience. Um, beyond that, though, beyond that, um, uh, as what Sam mentioned earlier, this is like a bridging program also. It, it allows, um, it allows um, our um, soon-to-be professionals, they're, true, they're, they're scholars now, they're in school, but it also gives them a, an opportunity to practice their theory. Um, and um, and I've, I've talked to them and I've, I've, I've asked them, you know, are you sure you want this additional burden? considering that you're college students and you're going through a lot on your own. And one of them, uh, one of them I'll never forget, said that, yes, I'm having a difficult time as a college student, but I can't imagine being their age, the young kids, and having to go through something like this. So I might as well be part of the solution and helping these kids get through this rough patch. And so I said, "Wow, well, you know, that's something else. That's really something else.
2: And I think um, to even talk about like what future community learning hub has, Iggy, um, now that we are seeing a lot of um, reports from Depth Ed and from CHED on what is the new normal going to be for learning, um, we are actually adjusting our community learning hubs. I think adjusting isn't the right word, but adapting and so we we saw that there is there is an option depending on um your municipality i think or city if you guys are going to be doing modular modular learning and so um with this we recognize this and so now we are shifting into having more printers and even calling for photocopier machine donations Um, So, yeah, so that um, the community learning hubs can also have that option for students if they want to have their modules reproduced, they have that service for them in the community learning hub. I think um, going to school, of course, looking back, um, the photocopier machine is very important. Um, You run to it to borrow notes or to even reproduce books that you don't want to purchase because you just need a few chapters or a few pages. And I guess um, we see the importance of photocopier machines and printers. And so I guess I also want to talk about how feasible it is to have a community learning hub. Um, Given the social distancing um, in mind, we actually just need 15 gadgets. And so um, right now, At the start of it, it was very general. We didn't even put a number that it should be 15 gadgets. But with the spaces that Justin and Tobit, Tobit is is a kagawad in Santa Ana, and he's also one of the recipients. And so we were looking at the space they have and thinking, you know, 15 gadgets would be the perfect number. Um, Just because the tables will be separated and we want to have each table with a gadget and so it doesn't even require a desktop or a laptop it can even just be a tablet Um, and so I think I think for people to know that it's um, just 15 gadgets I think it makes it easier and more feasible for people to put up their own and another great thing there was um, added to the 15 gadgets we also would love to have printers or photocopier machines on board. And so with our gadget donation drive, we were able to get four printers. And so um, ideally what we would like to have is two printers in each community hub. And um, I guess my, my Lan is very lucky because Justin also purchased brand new printers for his community learning hub. And so right now I would say Our three community learning hubs have the ideal setup of 15 gadgets and two printers. Yes, I will also plug my personal fundraiser to build a photocopier machine. So, my little sister during this pandemic has set up her um, bakery and so she sells cinnamon buns. And for the whole month of August to September 5, she will be um, donating 100% of her peer machine. And I guess having these sources of inspiration and seeing that you know it is possible we hope to be able to replicate all these community hubs all over the philippines
0: do you have like an existing number of like how many have uh, like reached out uh, to you or to uh, to the vice mayor to to replicate uh this uh this initiative
2: um I don't. I don't have a number of how many people has reached out to make this community learning hub. But we hope. Right now, we have three um, community hubs that are being set up properly. Re- properly. Pro-
0: You're copying,
1: copying in yeah. and out. Let me let me add to uh, to, to, to that um, On our end, so we have, um, and I'm talking about just just the network that that i'm working with locally um so we have two already um in uh in, in himamailan city in negros occidental um and uh with the support of our mayor um he was able to commit to four more in in our city as well um uh as i said earlier you know um Committing is, is a huge aspect. Why? Because it's not just all right. Let's open it up. No, it goes with finding the gadgets, getting people involved, and like that. But the important thing is a commitment. So hopefully we end the year with six outside of Himamailan, as I said earlier in Panay. I don't wanna I don't wanna preempt yet. No, but there are three LGUs that already expressed interest to establish their own uh, community learning hubs as well with, with the specific branding. But you see, um, beyond <gasps> our specific community learning hubs under Kapawa Para Sa Kapwa, we feel that this is going to inspire a whole, um, a whole movement of putting up community learning hubs, whether they call it by that name or not, in, in all, all over the country. Why? Because actually, if you look at the, the bare bones and the basics of what a community learning hub is, um, the, only reason, the only reason why we're doing this now is because it's, it's absolutely necessary. But if you break it down, these things were needed a long time ago. These things were needed a long time ago. Um, especially like, like where I'm from, where children have to walk three to seven kilometers a day, just to reach school. And, and that's beyond, and that's before COVID. Huh? How much more with, with a pandemic like this? And so I'm thinking, you know, yes, you know, necessity, there's a term, right? innovation is the child of necessity, um, but I hope this opens up the, the possibilities for more individuals, whether in government or in the private sector, to consider establishing more of these learning hubs in their areas. Um, Why? Because not only does it bring the community together, but it fulfills the ultimate purpose of really achieving what children deserve to have. Um, And it is really a move towards equity and solidarity uh, at, at its very core. Uh Samantha, can you How about now? Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, I changed internet. See, I mean, <laughs> I think this is the thing, right? Like, um, internet, the, the stability of the connection is so important. And I think me being located in NCR in Quezon City, I have a hard time with the internet. What, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. It just really shows the importance of the project.
0: Uh, like, uh, from from what I've gathered so far, it, it's it's still like uh, being adapted along the way, right? So before mm-hmm. it was just donation. Now you are you're moving to the community learning hubs, blended learning, focusing on the grade school students, and uh, you're you're adapting along the way with the with the guidelines from the government. So. From, I mean from the national government. So what what's uh, what, what are the next steps uh, for for the, for the initiative? Like, what are our um, next plans? I guess
2: I've mentioned we do want to expand to Mindanao. So right now we're actually reaching out to some of our some of our batch mates in Mindanao and seeing if we could do that. we could set that up. Um, So that one is one. Um, Actually, our anniversary as a batch is coming up September. And so we have a plan of maybe creating a module, an operations map module that we could share with everyone. And so, you know, they just need to get their hands on these modules and they can know like how, what it is, what our best practices was, um, what is it that really... uh, helped it be successful? And what are the things that you need to watch out for and to avoid? So that's something we have in the pipeline to do.
1: It's a matter of replication. The proof of concept has been established. Um, Of course, as, as with anything education related, the benefits and the advantages will be known much later on. You don't see the immediate results of providing access, for example, until you see their grades come out or you see their performance in assessment tools. But the mere fact that we've tried to provide some level of normalcy in these um, abnormal times is already proof that we've succeeded in a way. Now, we're not saying we're replicating, we're not saying that we're completely replacing or that this is um, equal to the typical instruction that we've known for all these generations, no. But what we're doing is, as you said, adapting to the times, also because we have to be flexible and we have to view these from different lenses. Um, I'm very happy and I'm very excited that we're expanding to Mindanao It's an area that really requires this kind of intervention. And in the Visayas also, hopefully those three LGUs in Panay get connected as well. And um, hopefully um, beyond Negros Occidental, because um, Sam is also from Negros Oriental, hopefully we can get in contact with with, uh, her relatives there and we can establish one there as well. So yeah, I remember what... um, what one of our mentors from FES mentioned, Sigas he mentioned that, look, um, there's no need to really, um, when you're talking about a change, it's not always just one time, big time. Sometimes you have to concentrate on patches or islands of green. So I think that's what we're doing. We're, we're, we're lighting up the lights in these different islands and we get to Light up the entire country in the process.
0: Let's say uh, I I I've uploaded this. They've watched this, and they 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 want to help. Like who who do who should I or who should anyone um, interested, you know, to to volunteer or to to help out? Who should we get connected to, or do you have like a? I saw I saw that there's a like a, a donation drive link. Yes. Let Let's say. Okay, I I let's say I'm observing something here in Baranga in my in my area in my barangay, and I don't see anything happening. Or, let's, let, for example, who should I reach out to?
2: Um, I think um, we have set up a on Youth and Government Facebook page. Um, you could reach out to that if you would want more information on how to set up a community learning hub, or we do our best to connect people with people, right? Um, so they could reach out to us on that Facebook. For the donation drive, we are actually still ongoing um, collecting gadgets. And so um, I think at first we realized a lot of people want to donate, but they are not an NCR. And that is completely okay. Given um, that we do have the SAS and Mindanao Batchmates as well. Um, we can connect you guys with them if you would like to donate gadgets as well. And maybe we could even talk about how we could set up one community learning hub there. I think it's just really um, reaching out and helping each other out in ways we can. So, the book is The Way to Go. Um, La Diawan Government. Very um, people, you would talk to if um you would message that Facebook page. We also have Weda and Ranel. Um, Weda is actually in charge of all our beautiful um pub Mats, and Ranel uh, makes it beautiful words. Uh, my background now is made by Weda, so yeah, we are very responsive on our Facebook page.
0: So I think we've we've come any anything else you want to share or to plug that you may have forgotten to share earlier
2: I guess it be, thank you so much for having us I think you reaching out to us and us being in your podcast shows that um, the work that we are doing is very relevant and very important not just for the communities we serve but for the entire country um Also, of course, thank you to Josian for being here and for all our batchmates who have supported um, our Kapawa para sa Kapwa. We wouldn't be this successful. Of course, also without our partners, um, VP Lenny's office, Angat Buhay, and Kaya Natin. Um, Super thank you for always inspiring us and making us better. Um, Always pushing us. I think um, Of course, I think the last thing I would want is to inspire, of course, to inspire more young leaders in government. Um, Bakak super kapal naman to say, but I think my batch, um, Justin, a vice mayor in Himamailan, shows that there are progressive young leaders out there and that we can be the change we want in our country.
1: Now, on my part, you know, um, it doesn't take much to recognize a need, especially when you're given the opportunity to be of service to your fellow man. And um, most especially now. But, you know, yeah, I remember I remember it was, I think it was Aristotle or something, that it is, it is in times of darkness when we should focus on the light. And I think this is one of those instances. This is a project where by its very name and, and by its very nature, it is really about um, uh, that light that we must seek and that we must um, share with others. The, but of course, you know, this isn't easy. It's not easy. Honestly, when, when we launched this project, so many of us doubted if this would even take off. And I have to admit, I was one of the skeptics at first. Even after I was assigned as the beneficiaries, I was scratching my head. I was saying, how am I going to do this? But see, it just worked. And it worked uh, it, it worked because you, you, gotta, you gotta go through some challenges to make things worthwhile. Right? it's through our wounds that the light enters us. (laughs) So so, um, I'm really thankful to all the donors from all over the country who made this possible. I'm thankful to that together, technical resources, and all sorts of contacts to make this possible. And I'm thankful to the many more who will be contributing towards these projects of, like this or this project mismo. And of course, my biggest thanks really goes to Vice President Lenny Robredo, who has not forgotten what it's like to walk with those who really need company the most. Uh, I think this is a huge leap of empathy. And you know, I, I, like, like what Sam was saying, she's in Quezon City and she's having trouble with internet. I'm I'm in Hima Milan. I'm in the proper, of course, um, and, and 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 you know my internet connection isn't stable either. It only takes it really takes time to just take a step back and put yourself in other people's shoes and recognize that there is so much more that needs to be done, and we should get that done now. Let's start moving now. Hey, by the way, all right, this initiative yep. that you're doing by featuring us. This is getting stuff done because you're helping us reach out to more yeah. people. And, and as you mentioned earlier, you may feel that you're not that, that, but who knows? After this video gets out, they might be forced to, hey, they're doing it there. Let's do it here too. Fingers.
0: <laughs> yeah. once, uh, once the re- recording is done, it- I'll just share it in the link and you can you can spam you can spam the link. <laughs> Feel oh, free to spam we're looking it <laughs> forward. We're looking forward like I, Thank you so much. Thank
2: you so much, Agi. Thank
0: yeah. you. Thank you and uh if if I don't know if you can hear it but it's actually raining really hard here. So I'm I'm very nervous that uh, the connection will suddenly cut off. <laughs> so yeah, so far out uh, out we we
2: ran out kanina.
0: Yeah, so far yeah, we to the finish line and uh once again, thank you for uh, taking the time uh, to, uh, to join me uh, at night here uh, at Podcast On The Go. Thank you to the both of you. And uh, together we can uh, share uh, these great stories of, of hope uh, to rest of Filipinos in, in, in a very uh, negative and really challenging period for, for everyone. <music>